listeners, welcome to A Lift to Work with Tina. And I'm Kate. And we are both nurses and NLP practitioners and coaches. And we're offering you A Lift to Work. So hop in the back and every episode we'll be helping you with our expertise to solve any issues that are going on for you. Well, hello there. Hello, Kate. Hello, listeners. How are you today? I am sure that you are all incredible, incredibly beautiful, incredibly talented, um, and just, well, well, incredible. Yes. Yeah. And about to get even better in that you're going to listen to this podcast, which is about the art of saying no. So jump into the vehicle that we have brought for you this week. What are we in this week, Kate? Um, I don't know. Have we been in a limo? We did go in a limo. We did. It wasn't a Hummer, though, so we didn't go in that kind of limo. We could go in one of those humongous Hummers, I suppose. Oh, we could do. There's room to spread out in there, isn't there? There is. There is. But I had another thought, uh, which is we could go in one of those farmer's hay trucks, with no. straw on the back. <laughs> oh, should we do that? Yeah, yes. because that would be quite jolly, as if we're all going off for a picnic. Oh, that sounds nice, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, listeners, I know that uh, today's podcast is The Art of Saying No, but you don't get the option at this point. So um, listen until the end, and then you can artfully say no. Yes, and you'll be saying no in a very helpful and gracious manner. So... How are you at saying no then, Kate? How does that work for you? <clears throat> I, historically, I've been a bit rubbish. I'm not mm. going to lie. I have never been, or rarely been, not never, I've I've rarely been one to say no because I'm a people pleaser. Mm. But less yeah. less so now, I think the further along in my career certainly from a career point of view the further along I've got Mm. the easier it has been yeah to say Uh, no yeah and I would completely agree with that and I think partly because I'm pos partly because I am a bit of a proactive person I'm Mm. a bit like a greyhound out the tracks you know (laughs) yeah um I don't wait for things to happen around me. I like to get on with stuff. Mm. So I therefore end up saying yes to stuff a lot. But I, like you, have got better over time at realising that I have to look after myself. Yeah. And all of these yeses to everyone else is no to myself and my own time. Mm. See, I've got better. I've got better at saying no. However, I <laughs> have perhaps not done it in the most professional manner expected of somebody of <laughs> if you're standing in the role that I had. Uh, can you do this? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. So we could have called we could have called this podcast the art of saying yes when you wish to so I think it's about thinking about it in both ways because I think 
a lot of people have been talking to me about this lately and that's why I thought it'd be really useful for a podcast topic because loads of people say a lot of people said to me I just it's hard to say no I can't say no I can't say no to them I find it hard to say no to that particular person and and what I said to somebody the other day we came up with together was every time you say yes to them you're saying no to yourself because Mm. you're filling your life with all the things they want you to do and you're not leaving any space for you to do stuff so I think the reason why we're talking about this is would you be able to say no kindly clearly and with confidence so I think that's a nice way to say no I don't know if you can hear this listeners but there is the most enormous bee just come in my room no Um, I can't hear it (laughs) it's left now but it was quite noisy and so summer's really happening here on the podcast and so saying uh, no kindly clearly and with confidence and saying yes to everything to be helpful and pleasing your boss and clients and friendly and friends. I mean, that's that's not helpful to yourself, is it? Or your time? Or... Mm. Well, you know, an, an actual fact, sometimes, sometimes saying yes just to avoid the fallout from, oh, well, you know. I, ugh. Yeah. So and I think... Not. I mean, my, it's so funny because my daughter was saying to me the other day, I mean, she's nearly 20 now, but we were talking about the way the parents say no to their kids. And she said, you never really said no straight out very often, mum, unless I was about to run into the road and you'd say no. Um, she said, but you, I knew what your no's were quite quickly. So if you said, to, if I said, oh, mum, mum, can we have a llama? <laughs> Oh, I would want a llama. Hello. <laughs> and I would go, oh, I'll have a think about that. She said, so one of your things was, I'll have a think about that. And then I would know that we weren't getting a llama. Um, <laughs> said, you know, and another thing, my mum, can we have ice cream, you know, instead of any other food for a week? And I'd go, well, maybe. Let's just see how we feel later. So my nose was soft nose. Yeah. And, like, and it's funny as well because the inflection in your voice. Yeah. It's the same. Well, you always know, don't you? Yeah. Someone goes, well, the answer is going to be a no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so I think with young people, we often kind of distract them. Don't we go, oh, well, maybe later and let's have a look at, let's have a look at this picture of a llama. <laughs> so anyway, there are different ways going about it. But I think sometimes um, that you have to, you have to protect yourself from overload and stress. And some people, you know, they do get stressed about saying no, but let's talk about how you can practice doing that with grace and kindness and a bit Mm. of clarity. Yeah. And especially, so for those listeners that are students or newly qualified in in whatever their chosen field is, when you're new to an area or a position, it is very difficult to say no because you perceive standards don't you Mm. Um, that are well maybe they expect me to Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and and I've got to be seen to be doing stuff yeah so I don't want to say no even if that means putting you on the back foot Mm -hmm. completing your own jobs um and 
you will, this this is really common in a clinical environment. Oh, any chance you can just help me with? Mm. Can you help me yeah. with my drug grant? Oh, well, well, yeah, okay. Well, you're not busy, are you? Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Back to yeah. the corner, isn't it? It's yeah. That whole feeling of. Uh. And and I think it kind of makes us think about why why do people find it tricky? Um, it's because sometimes others are more assertive. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, or they're in positions of authority. It's a bit like what you were saying, Kate, isn't it? You know, you're junior, they're senior. Uh, they've top trumped you on the authority cards. And sometimes they'll be right. And you do have to stop what you're doing and you do have to do what you've been requested. And they can see that that's a priority and you haven't noticed that. So, you know, sometimes it's valid. But often people use positions of authority um, just to, to get other people to say yes. Um, or it could be your loved ones. Um, or you feel you're going to let people down, like you were saying, that people-pleasing, or we find it hard to put ourselves first, and we think somehow there's something selfish or wrong about saying no, if actually you just need a quiet night in. You're tired. You just want to read a book, have a bath, watch nonsense on the telly, and you're just too tired, and you just... But you're going to deplete your energy, and you're going to say yes, Mm. because you just can't put yourself first. That feels wrong to you. Mm. So, so how can we how can we how can we say no effectively and i think i think it's on occasion isn't it you know i don't know if you've ever done um assertiveness training kate i did training years ago and then it really stuck in my head because the lady who did it talked about these two characters she called them teflon trisha <laughs> And Velcro Vera. What she said with Teflon Trisha is this person has very little work to do and they really protect themselves. So they're like a Teflon coated pan. Nothing sticks. You know, their office door is closed. They ask, you know, they just give out a vibe. Don't ask me. I'm either too busy or I'm not going to be doing it or I've said no to you before. So, you know, nothing's going to be said yes to. And that's not right. That's on one end of the continuum. And uh, Teflon Trisha could be a bit more helpful because nothing sticks. And maybe they could be doing a bit more. And then you've got, she's next to the office of Velcro Vera. Doors always open. Velcro Vera says, I've got a open door policy. Anything, anytime, always come to me. She's like a bit of Velcro. <laughs> Everything sticks to her. <laughs> so she just, by the time she leaves the building, she's just covered in stuff because mm. everyone is thinking oh you know ask a busy person velcro vera will do it she'll say yes she never says no and she just can't help herself she just somehow feels it's just too tricky so who's going to be going off sick with stress do we think bit of velcro yeah so we want somewhere in the middle there are times aren't there when yes you need a bit of teflon coating i would think and times when it's right to say to say Yes. So somewhere in the middle, I think it's probably, as with most of life, quite good. So you are an experienced lady. Mm-hmm. Tell me some of the best and worst examples 
of how somebody said no, or how somebody said no to you or how you have said no to somebody else? Mm. I remember being, this is my worst case scenario. <clears throat> I remember working in an emergency department as a, as a registered nurse and having had a being in the middle of an incredibly busy shift at the time I was one of the few members of staff on duty who could plaster people who had broken bones so I had a queue out the door every time I went out foot to the loo or anything the whole day there'd been at least 10 more people there and I just felt it was relentless and um a a student who earlier in the day I'd said to the student nurse you know you know where I am anything just come and find me she came in and, and she was hovering in the doorway and then when the patient left that I was dealing with she came in and she'd got crutches in her hand and said oh great you bought crutches great put them over there <laughs> so firstly I was abrupt secondly she then said well the thing is she was hopping from foot to foot and if I'd really picked up on her body language I would have noticed that there was something not right and she said, I wondered if you had a minute. And I said, no, I don't. I really don't. No, I don't. And she left. At the end of the shift, when my cue had died down and I went to find her, because I had a bit of guilt by then, and thought, oh, that poor lass, I wonder what she did want. And she said, oh, it was just awful because um, we had somebody come in who died and collapsed unexpectedly and died and the family were there. And I just, I was asked to help the doctor and I didn't know what to say and I didn't know what to do and and." And you're normally so helpful. And I just felt like, Jesus, Tina, in the scheme of things, you could have stopped. You could have given her 10 minutes of your time. That queue would have just been a queue for a bit longer. But I was so much in my own head, in my own space, in my own franticness, that I just didn't pick up and say, yes, I've got a minute for you. And that would be one of the instances I regret, although... I suppose you could see the flip side of it, but, you know, that wasn't good noticing, good communication, really, from me. But given, this, given, the, given the circumstances, you can understand, can't you? Because given the mm. circumstances, um, and it is busy, and you're on the go, 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 go all the time. Mm. Um, but I wasn't in a full state, I guess. But that's all learning, isn't it, Kate? You know, that's all learning. And, and prioritisation-wise... People with broken bits can just mm. wait a moment or two longer if they're not in pain and they're comfortable. Yeah. So if you were going to go back to that situation, mm. but you were still going to see your patients because you haven't got 10 minutes. No. You haven't got 10 minutes. What would you say? I think I would have just, I wasn't with a patient at the time. I think I probably would have said to her, okay, let's, I can see that this is important. So let's just take a few moments to talk. Stuck my head out the door and say, I'm just dealing with something clinical. Everyone will be with you in a moment. And then, and then just have a chat with her. Mm. And it probably would have been a brief five, 10 minute chat. And, uh, and I would have at least made sure she had help from someone else in the department if I wasn't free to be helping her. Yeah. So that's, um, that's that. I mean, I think a best example is the ability I found when I had a, a manager who used to come to meetings, never bought a pen or a pencil um, in the days when that's how we wrote things down and always walked out without any work. And I walked out with a massive list of things to do. And they would often say during the meeting, oh, yes, jot that down, jot that down, Tina, jot that down. 
And I end up with this massive list of work. So I decided to do, I dawned on me. So two things, I stopped taking a bit of paper and a pen. So it's like, neither of us have got a paper and a pen. And if we're going to write up any jobs, we'll do it on that flip chart over there. So it's collective ownership. The second thing was, I just kept saying, oh, right, now now we've got a list of 10 things and I've only got the capacity to do five. So which are the five most important and which ones do you want to pick up? So I was doing like some really soft no's. Mm. And then there was a moment when she said, well, I, I, I think you need to do that. And I said, no, I don't at this time have capacity. And I And the important thing about that no was, you just don't expand. You just leave a gap in a space afterwards. Yeah. Because actually, when you, when, you, when you think about it, how many times do we say, oh, no, because I've got this and this and this and this and this and this and this to do. And I actually, I'm not bothered. I just yeah. need to know if you're free or not. Yeah. Or people try and problem solve it so you say oh I can't because I've got this and this and this and they go well you could always not do that till next week and you could always x and y or you could stay on an hour extra today and take the time back this week and they start problem solving for you to be able to do the job Mm. whereas if you just do a simple no they can't do that yeah and depending on the circumstances as well it's worth considering um do you are they asking you to do something because they don't want to do it? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and frequently this happens in nursing a lot. Yeah. Uh, so either either they don't want to do it or don't want to speed up enough so they get their jobs done. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is a lot of um, assumption. But... Is this something that they can do themselves? Yeah. And and I think in that kind of like cultural context and lots of things are going on in the background, aren't they, in those sorts of situations, it's just this message that goes out, like ask a busy person and they'll do it. And often busy people do work at pace and they will get lots of things done. And there are other people who... Um, create an art of carrying a piece of equipment around all day looking like they're doing something and there's not a lot yeah. of so it's kind of, we, we know in our hearts and comedially don't we that this kind of stuff goes on but I think the art of saying no is just to be brief and to the point put your kind tone of voice on and just say no um sorry I have commitments that day um or no sorry I'm I'm not able to do that. My time's already committed or, you know, no, my to-do list is already full. Now, if somebody comes back to you and they say, this is really important, especially if this is your manager or a, a, a senior, that's when you can do the really clever thing. And you say, well, okay, I have this list. This is all the stuff. Um, if this is more of a priority, what comes off this list for me to be able to put that on this list? Um, because my time is finite and there's only one me Mm. and then just manage your workload that's such a reasonable thing to say isn't it yeah yeah and I think the other thing is no I can't help you with that I can't no I can't do that but can I help you to be able to do that so when people 
Yeah, I was going to say that sounded very posh. Yeah. So no, I I can't. uh, Tina, can you do this? And no, I can't do that. But can I can I somehow help you to do that? You know, is it is it is it something you want me to do because you haven't done it before and you would like more experience? Because you might in that situation, you might gift somebody with the idea that I'll come and do it with you. And then next time you can do it on your own. Yeah. And if you are somebody who may lack confidence Mm. in this area or have limited experience or, you know, just want to grow the balls enough to say Mm. no in an artful way. Yeah. uh, There are different hints and tips you can practice. Practice on the cat. So when the cats go, I mean, Felix is around somewhere, but she's asleep, I think. She's very quiet. When the cat's like, I'm giving you the big pulse of cat, big eyes. (laughs) You know, no. So practice different ways. Yeah. On the pets, on the children. Yeah. In the mirror, what do you look like? You know, what do you sound like? And, uh, you know, this this could go back to our four minutes couldn't it Mm. what does the best person who artfully says no Mm. look like act like yeah sound like and if you're on the receiving end what would you you know if somebody's going to say no to you Mm. what would you want it to sound like and you and yeah and it's okay if your nose have caveats, don't they? I call them caveats, but they have these kind of like add-ons. So you can see a no with a sorry. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's to say, no, I'm, I am genuinely sorry. I, I can't help because I'm just overwhelmed today. And you can say, no, not now, but it's such a good idea. I'm so glad you came to me with that. It's such a good idea. It is a no for the moment, but you know what? I'm going to write it on the board and come back to me in two weeks on that. Especially if it's a student nurse or somebody who's had a great idea and you'd love to explore that with them, but just not the right time. Mm. See, there's also, I mean, this is probably a little bit naughty, is saying yes, but with caveats. Mm. So, yeah, of course I can. I I can fit time in the diary in a couple of weeks. How's that for you? In fact, that's a really nice reframe, isn't it? I like that more than my offer actually Kate as you've said it because I think it is a much more positive reframe Mm. they yes great idea won't be able to do it this week but let's talk in a couple of weeks I like that a lot yeah and if it's if it's a thing of urgency Mm. then you know it's if it's that important the person can either go and ask somebody else Mm. or do it themselves again in a clinical environment um, mm. can you help me? yeah yeah of course i can um i mean if i do your drug round so mm. can you do my drug round? yeah yeah of course i can um if you do mm. x y and z if you help me with x y and z yeah absolutely really good isn't it so a bit of negotiation skills mm. um, it's no but a little bit different yeah and I just, I do think some people, if they ask yourself, how often do I say no? You know, on a scale of one to 10 with one being, I never, ever 
say no. <laughs> Intent <laughs> being, yeah, always say no when it's appropriate to say no. You know, I don't think a lot of people are up the top end of that scale. But ask yourself, where are you? Yeah. And it, like changing and flipping it just a tiny little bit is when you've got the children. And I said to I, I or other people's children, um, or for any situation, really. Um, I said to the kids a few it was a few months ago. I felt like I'd said no a lot. Mm. Mm. A, a lot because they ask for a lot of things don't they mm-hmm. and we just watched a film called yesterday which by the way is very funny if a little bit childish but and I said to them I was like girls do I do I say no too much and and actually the answer was was no it oh was right. that's interesting it was, which was nice it was it was kind of the nice amount because mm. I, I don't want to be that parent that says no yeah all the time and I, I just feel it spouting out my mouth mm. um so if you're not sure ask somebody else that's a really good a really good take on it and I think life is life is full of boundaries and we will come across no's that's why we have laws and why we drive on certain sides of the road and also you know we a certain level of compliance is required (laughs) um but I do think that lots of no's can take away creativity in the spirit of adventure can't they so I, I love that you asked your children that's just a gorgeous thing well done you Kate oh, I love thanks. it <laughs> yeah, no I love that I love that um so listeners I hope you feel a little bit more equipped to say no I definitely would suggest you do practice in the mirror and um and think how often you say no and just give it a little practice what's the worst that can happen or what have you got to gain what's the best that can happen what's the best that can happen right you lovely people Enjoy the rest of your day. We are here. Our hummer has stopped humming. Yes. We need a stepladder to get out. <laughs> Enjoy your day and we will see you next time. All right. Take care, everyone. Take care, Bye. everyone. Bye-bye. To a lift to work, please subscribe, share with your friends and follow us make your comments below so this is a quick disclaimer from us that just says that whilst we are um, registered practitioners if you have listened to anything that has caused a trigger or you feel like you need medical attention or support please go and see your GP or other registered healthcare professional absolutely because this podcast is for educational and fun reasons thank you lots of fun bye